All right, it'll let me speak now. Hi, I'm Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net. And next to me is Chevy Chase. <laughs> Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah. I got something to say, Jason. I got something to tell you. I don't know if you watched the hot mic yesterday with John Roca and Jeff Snyder. Nah, I don't. I watch Snyder myself. I watch myself. Snyder went out there and told Jason Wars that his Mando 4 movie's full of shit. <laughs> oh, did he really? Yeah. You know, he yeah. also made it, he also just cut you down a few bits, dude. He said, he said, yo, Mando's so fat, he thought Order 66 was a combo meal. And I was like, Jeff, that's just. Wow. You know, why you gotta go there, dude? You know. Wow. Well, like I said, I yeah. didn't say that it that it, it was happening. I didn't say that it was a yeah. thing. I said that it yeah. was a thing that it, they were talking about when we get there. So maybe next time Jeb should read the article. Well, he also let. said Yo Mando's so fat that when he went to Camino, the whale started singing We Are Family. And I was really? like, This is just kind of personal, Jeff. I don't think you need to bring family into it, but you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't now I don't know what happened because you made jokes. But yeah. um, yeah. Well, no, Jason. I thought it was really mean of Jeff to say all that stuff about you yesterday. So I sent a super chat, but they never read it. I said, oh. "Yo, man, that's so stupid." I told him to do the robot, and now R five leaks from behind. He didn't like mm. it. I guess he didn't want to read that. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, on on this one, Jeff is uh, he's wrong. Just he's wrong is what it comes down to. Um, don't know what to say about that because I, I can't prove a negative, but it is what it is. Yeah, I know the feeling. Hey, you know, Jeff, uh, Gary Kurtz was so dumb when he took the Pepsi challenge. He chose Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an old joke we used to make on set. But uh, yeah, he didn't like it. Yeah. 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 yeah sorry, like... about, sorry about uh, you being debunked yesterday. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, George. Um, <laughs> this is literally half of Jason's story is just saying that it's just a rumor of discussions and nothing concrete. Yeah, it was saying if if this strike happens, this is this is the plan that they liked uh, when I talked to them. So, you know what I mean. Uh -huh. But what? But once again, then you got like uh, big screen leaks going. This isn't happening. It's like I didn't fucking say it was happening. Read the fucking article. You know what I mean? Don't fucking let people like DM you. And go, hey, is it true that this? Because no, it's not true, which is what I fucking said. But whatever. Um, we got a new clip today from the Ahsoka series. Well, here. now that that's cleared up. Yeah. All right, here we go. Concentrate. Take in all that is around you. Let's go again. I have reason to believe the Empire is still a threat. We face another war. Let's begin. Ahsoka Tano. Anakin spoke highly of you. Get ready. Get ready. Nice trick. Got any more? Wow! Yeah. So in that, in that though, we, we there's like a moment where Sabine has like this visor on, and the visor is like going over her, over her face, and. That's on Santa's show for a little bit today, but we're talking about it. We're like, it's the uh, Apple Vision, right? Well, is it no? Is it like a like 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 a fencer's mask? It's like a solid black thing, and you can see through it, but you can't see into it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it might be like that. And so 
so when she's so you could take it two ways she's fighting and she can't see anything and she's in the dark using the force like luke skywalker would have with the blast shield down so to speak or uh it's that now when she's on the floor she looks up she opens up the mask and you could use that as an argument to say oh she's uh she can't see through it at the same time for dramatic conceit you would do that anyways because if she was just had the mask like this and was like oh my god ahsoka and talking to her like that it would look fucking ridiculous visually so right. it's not so uh aria says star wars just posted another video our aria is it significant if it is dm me and i'll i'll put it on the show but um yeah so it's like it's like they would do that anyway so i still feel like it's kind of uh it's an inconclusive kind of thing there is she does she have the force is she a jedi or whatever and um the reason the reason that it could it could still go that way is you have that high young guy the uh the uh, robot dude he's there behind the him watching. the robot guy that gives young jedis their uh lightsabers he's standing there watching them fight uh, clearly with his hands behind his back being critical and evaluating the the the, uh, the uh, work now is she once again though that doesn't fucking mean anything and like i always say like like there's you know uh you know, you, you could you could do math, right? But it doesn't mean that you go to MIT, right? The Jedi's are going to MIT, okay? And it's like, so th there's a chance that if she has that, that she has like a little bit of the ability. Uh, one of the things that they've kind of tried to explain over the years, and when you think back to it, when Dave Filoni was saying like Han Solo uses the Force, when he's flying the Millennium Falcon like that, he's using the Force but he's not using it the same way that a Luke Skywalker uses it, who is fucking totally adept at it. They're tapping into the same thing when they're doing this thing that, that they're not that, that they love or that they're all about, but it's not like, you know, Luke is a Jedi. He Han Solo's not, he's not, he, he can never be one probably. Well, this right here, when he's, when he's saying that that's back when they're working out this, this character, that's when this character starts training to use a lightsaber and stuff. So it's like, you know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm just of the opinion that this is like an inconclusive fucking thing right here. It doesn't sway one way or the, or the other. It probably means that she's on that, that path. It might be something that they haven't even decided on. It might be something that, that they're filling out. Now, in my opinion, the opening of the show is likely going to begin with the two Jedi mercenaries attacking the Republic getting the magistrate out, breaking her out of prison when we see, you know, him fighting in that hallway. Uh, they bust her out. Then the Republic calls Ahsoka Tano and is like, there's people with lightsabers that are fucking us up. Like, what, what's, what's, what, do we, what do we do? Help us. And that's probably when Ahsoka is called in. And then in that process, Sabine is brought in. They realize they're dealing with an ex-Jedi and a Padawan. And then Ahsoka is going to need, wants to help, but probably can't just bring Sabine right in. Can't just bring Sabine right there. Go fight a, go fight a Padawan. You're ready. You know, she's not. So she's had, she's had dark saber training with Jedi Knights in the past. Um, and so they're probably, that's probably what that is, is getting her ready for this attempt to arrest those Jedi or to arrest, you know, uh, what's his name? Sh or her name, Shin. So that I think that's where this is likely going. And I don't think it's necessarily like 
a, a Jedi a Jedi Master kind of situation necessarily. I don't know for certain one way or the other. Like the earliest stuff is the stuff I'm gonna have the most ambiguity about. And it seems to me that when she says master, it's very facetious. So I think it's about combat purely. It's purely about arresting this the, the, those guys and stopping them or something like that. Uh, I think it makes the most sense. But let's look back at the clip one more time, and then you know, with that in mind, and let me know what you guys what you guys concentrate. Think. Taken all that is around you. Let's go again. I have reason to believe the Empire is still a threat. We face another war. Let's begin. Ahsoka Tano. Anakin spoke highly of you. Get ready. Nice trick. Got any more? is evidence for that is that we now have the conclusive like proof that both ahsoka takes on the uh inquisitor and and that it sabine is fighting on on corvus at the same time we 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 always saw them separated we always saw that there were like two things going on there that they were in the same location but we had no idea they could have been two episodes apart could have been different times in the story that you know what i mean like but we see in, in that fight right there, they're actually dueling at the same time. Now, and I'm also just going to throw it out there. Uh, when they're fighting there, uh, she's fighting, uh, Soka's fighting the Inquisitor, I believe. And then and then uh, Sabine is fighting Shin, the Padawan. And so when we have that right there, I'm going to guess that Balin shows up probably, maybe for that. And then, you know. And then uh, one other thing, too, is it also confirms the old scoop that I had about how they filmed the Mon Mothma scene twice, once for, and at the end it was cut from Mandalorian 3 because it was redundant because it happens in Ahsoka as well. And uh, that's where you can hear her when she talks to what she says about she believes that the Republic is in danger kind of stuff. So that right there, um, if you think back to that time, that's basically that that scene so yeah and then uh i i don't know though like i said uh I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had her become a jedi in the big picture luke skywalker has like a whole school of jedis you know of jedi people um that he's gonna need that they're gonna need to populate that with eventually and uh if they kill them all all the time or they just don't become because we don't want them to exist well, then what's going to happen? Like, how are they going to be there? You know, you know, who, how are they going to fill that up? Uh, thank you for the super chat. Concho says Grogu has to be the next Mandalorian Jedi force user. Please leave Sabine as she is a kick-ass Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, on, on one hand, when you, when you do look at it that way, it is kind of taking the, it is very much like the same kind of idea. Right. But at the same time, um, kind of of the opinion that Sabine might be the that idea realized as in the current generation of the of the story I'm going to throw it out there before episode 9 I don't think Grogu becomes a, a Jedi at this time I I think it's just because he'll he'll likely have to die or to be complicated it'll require a lot of like just bending things around you know what I mean to to make it work but when you get down to the fact that the guy lives to be, you know, 800 years old 
And his problem, why he's turned down to be a Jedi, is that he um, he has attachments. He has an attachment to his father, to, to, to Din, to the Mandalorian. Well, when the Mandalorian dies, I mean, he's in his late 40s or whatever, right? So, like, in, like, 30 years, at about the time of Episode 9, he's going to naturally die, a natural death. And at that point, I guess you could make the argument that Grogu would have made more attachments and connections. But he's still, like, as old as Luke Skywalker is in Yoda years when he becomes when he decides to become a Jedi, when you get down to it. Like, in the big scheme of things. So, I would not be surprised if that's how the story goes. And then that way we're able to remove Grogu from dying by Kylo Ren, from all of that kind of stuff, and then have him emerge in the aftermath of an episode nine, even in the Ray film. Like that's something else that's, you know, hasn't really been considered before. But if Ray's starting a Jedi order, Grogu probably fits there better than he does there. But once again, I don't think that'll happen because I don't think they've wrapped up the Mandalorian arc of the storyline of where they want it to go, but it could still happen. They could still say, we want that little fucker in the movie and, um, you know, they'll have to figure it out because, but he would be aged up, obviously probably like a cool little Mohawk. Yeah. But every time he talks now, he just says, I am Grogu. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, thank you for the 699 super chat again. Conchu says Tar Vizla was the first Mando Jedi over a thousand years ago. That's what makes the, the Grogu arc as unique as Tar. It's super rare. Yeah, but in in I mean I I, I get it. I mean I know I know where you're coming from on this, but um, when Lucasfilm has a good idea that they think is a good idea, it tends to get used by different creators in different ways even though it's supposed to be rare or whatever they, they just tend to to do it i mean even down to the idea of oh it's an evil robot and it you know like like what they get on these like little kicks but but what we're seeing on Toothy this sarlacc Toothy sarlacc but what we're seeing on this yeah. one is like dave filoni um and john favreau to some extent you know are having have have a concept and they keep kind of going back to it and I do feel like with Star Wars, once it's in live action, that's when it becomes the most canonized and the least likely, the, the most defined. But until it's until it's there, it's like kind of like, yeah, but we can make the argument that Sabine started this first. Sabine was a character who was out in the Star Wars canon first, fighting with the light with the darksaber, doing lightsaber lightsaber training with Kanan Jarrus first. And so um, you could actually take it the other way and say Grogu's the fucking guy who comes second and that he's he's less, uh, he's the ripoff. He's the carbon copy, not not her. Um, at the same time, I mean, if we ended up, if we ended up with Grogu and Sabine to Mandalorian Jedi in this thing in this generation, then it would just be like, wow, wasn't that amazing? You know, um, is it the best idea to like do it? No, nah, I would rather I would rather them space that stuff out and, and not really go with it. But I am, like I said, I am of the opinion Grogu doesn't that Grogu will not be a Jedi in the classic sense. Um, if his father lives, if the father if 
if the Mandalorian should die, like, let's say the Mandalorian dies in the film, then I then I will throw up my hand and say, who knows what's going to happen? But the thing that's keeping him out of Jedi school, that's keeping him from being Ahsoka's apprentice in that thing is his attachment. The attachment's not going to go away. It doesn't just vanish. They'd have to have like a massive falling out or something weird, you know, in and then he'd have all this anger and they'd be like, no, <laughs> anyways. So and he turns I, red, turns red, it turns into red, Grogu. Yeah. red Grogu. That will sell Grogu more like, Funko Pops. It's so it's so the gray Grogu, the red, right? Mm-hmm. They're all going to get colors. Yeah. 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 But I make yeah. those jokes and then it happens. And then what, Jason? Like, yeah. you know, like jokes I mean, are where. I think more people accurately predict the future goofing on it than they do trying to predict the future, you know? Yeah, with Star <laughs> Wars especially. Yeah, yeah, I'm predicting <laughs> white 1970s dog shit Yoda Grogu someday. Remember like when E.T. got sick? When E.T. was dying? Oh, no, when they left him like in a in a puddle? The, yeah, when he like <laughs> fucking drowned in the, in the fucking river or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Texas would just call that good immigration law, though. You know, well, like... <laughs> uh, uh, Sam Sam is saying a Wookiee could be a Mandalorian. Well, for a long time they were they used to say like the rule was a Wookiee couldn't be a Jedi, and then they did yeah. Gunji, you know, and and then now we've had Gunji, and then now in the Acolyte we're going to have, um, you know, that. well the rumor in the West End days of fandom. Was that the Wookiees were super force sensitive? Then the Lucasfilm rule was sort of like no Wookiees or Jedi's, and then all that changes. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Lucas was thinking around that time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah. Well, what 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 he was going with, or like what he was developing, what the idea was, and we 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 kind of saw it in um in some of the animated stuff. Uh, I think it was Bad Batch sort of dealt when it brought Gunji in and we saw like that that the Wookiees like essentially talk to the trees on on Kashyyyk and that they're they have their their own sort of spiritual connection to the environment. And I think mm-hmm. at one point he was taking a take in his mind that was going in a much different direction, almost getting at the same thing, more from like maybe like an environmentalist perspective or something. But obviously he George didn't see that stuff through. Then that allowed for, you know, things to. That to, or to he like, got that DVD set of the Monchies, you know, it got yeah, the Monchies fired. Yeah, <laughs> they, they um, but but even like when George came up with Gunji, he was like, oh, this is rare. I I could be wrong, but I think Hi Young, the droid that we saw in the Soka trailer, I think he might even comment on on how rare it is to see a Wookiee. And like when 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 uh, Gunji makes his like saber, when that droid gives him the parts, he gives them like the uh, tree tree parts, and the Wookiee like carves the hilt out of wood and like kind of does it, you know, like in in the uh, the uh, Wookiee way. So I I think that might have been George going like, I'm not going to see this stuff through, and here's kind of a consolidation of my concepts, you know, my ideas and stuff like that. Because I, I think he was going to do more with that stuff with weapons and stuff like that too. Because I saw stuff like about like, like bow casters made out of the same kinds of wood in the past and ideas that they explored. But I don't remember if anything came in that stuff at all. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't think it did. I don't think it came with that. But but yeah. So so we we end up with this with this uh, you know thing where it's like once they make a rule in Star Wars, 
you know, oh, Reese can't have glasses, then it just becomes the cool idea. Well, how can I make that work? And then somebody makes it, you know, comes up with a way to do it. So I I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that you know we don't necessarily see all of all of it go that way, but with 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 Sabine that is. But I kind of wouldn't be surprised if it becomes super popular if it does you know or if it if it goes that way but also with sabine the other thing to to consider is that she clearly has an attachment to to ezra bridger she's like like worried about him in a way that's full of attachment essentially so i don't know if if ahsoka doesn't know this or i'm gonna assume that she does but Ahsoka can't be like, oh, you have all this attachment. Let's go make you a Jedi. Like, that doesn't make sense, especially when the character's done, like, two things in live action. And um, one of them was, say, I'm not going to train Grogu because of his attachment. But there's also a chance that it, when we start this out, maybe she maybe she does attempt that. Maybe she is going for that. And then maybe it becomes evident that it's a bad idea. And which would run parallel to the Grogu scene where she says no to Grogu. Or there's no consistency, which is my bet. On in this one, there will be consistent consistency consistency considering it's the same writer. I think we run into those yeah. kinds of things when it's like Filoni's doing something and then you got somebody else doing something somewhere else. He's pretty right. consistent with himself. I would over the years, I would say if if anything, that's what he has been. Um all but right. the one thing that he will do is he will reuse an idea or a concept and like elevate it to the next medium or to the, to the, to the next show and give it a different go. So he does kind of reuse his ideas quite often and Grogu and uh, Sabine being Mandalorian Jedi initiates kind of rings through that, but I don't know how much of that Filoni came. I mean, uh, Favreau came up with on his own. So could go could go either way there but thank you for the uh, two dollar super chat mike uh, and thank you for being a channel member mike M much appreciated dude but um yeah yeah i, I don't know do you, from do you guys think it's a bad idea to to sit there and like sell this concept that it this person's a jedi if she's not going to be one though like isn't that setting up disappointment like when the whole fandom who loves rebels and is like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people now have kind of grown up with rebels and, and, and they're like little star Wars journey. And they're like, Oh yeah. And then they're like teasing. Oh, guess what? That character you love, she's going to be a Jedi now too. And they're like, Oh shit. And then you watch the show and she's just like, no, nah, I'm just sword fight train, training a sword fighting. Like I did in the cartoon. It's like, if, if they do that though, I do think it's a bad idea. You know, I mean, it, it it doesn't seem smart to me to like push that concept forward. But D Dave, Dave uh, sometimes does do stuff outside of the box. And uh, that would be that kind of thing in the marketing. Just fucking probably wants to sell the idea that there's Jedi in this shit. You know what I mean? Like they love Acolyte. Acolyte is going to be a big deal. And Acolyte, why is Acolyte a big deal? Partially because it's able to sell this Jedi concept. For real, though. 
Like this one is having to sell like I'm Ahsoka. I was a Jedi. Then I quit because they were fucking idiots. And then it's like, this is Sabine. She's not really a Jedi, but she could use a laser sword. And then this is Shin. She's a Padawan, but not really. She's a, she's a, you know, for hire kind of thing. She's, and then, and this is Balin. He's a Jedi master, uh, but, but not really. He's a order 66 survivor. Now he's just a Merc and has a Padawan. That's a Merc too. They're not really Jedi though, you know? And then, uh, and those lightsabers, they don't really have kyber crystals in them. They're battery powered, you know, now <laughs> that's why they're orange. So yeah. anyways, you, you end up getting like this, like everything sort of like the alt version, you know what I mean? Like the alt oh, no. version of the oh, primary, no. what? Not the alt. Yeah. It's, well, it's what it is. I mean, it's oh. like, you can't be a Jedi. Okay. What are you then? Oh, I'm like, I'm like a Ronin and you know what I mean? Who goes around doing good and then everything. Not, but nothing is specifically like the actual thing in this show, but they still have to sell it as such. So th that's why I don't know from the marketing itself, just how to like ascertain what any of that stuff means. Because it means JJ made a colossal mistake, creating a sequel trilogy where we're right back to square one with no Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Could have just solved all this by just getting on with having Jedi and moving on with it. But we're all stuck back in this weird reboot hell that they got to figure a way out of. Yeah, if I were um, in charge of 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 that, or especially the next era, the post nine era, I would have it where like regulation is just an issue, and that there's these dark side people all over the place. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like like all over dark side, good side, they're all over the place. Nobody could stop it. There was nobody to pump the brakes on that, and now now here we are. Um, Jonesy says Sabine and Ezra didn't end up together because he, Dave wanted Ezra and Sabine to serve an example that two people of the opposite gender can share a bond without having a romantic relationship. And that is, he, he said that there was obviously there was, that's one of the things about rebels. Like we tend to look back at rebels as being Dave's thing. It's Dave's thing, but there was a, it was a Kinberg thing. It was a Wiseman thing. It was a Filoni. Like there was, there was a lot of people involved in bringing that show like to life and competing ideas. They clearly ended up not making like the first time Ezra meets her, he's interested in her. And then we kind of go on from there. And what they're showing in this, in this trailer though, it could be romantic, but it could just be like, like a, like a family. It could just be like, that's like my brother. Like I fought in the war with that guy for years and he's back behind enemy lines and we haven't gone to get him. So it could just be that. But either but way you cut it's it, still attachment it doesn't have to be romantic. It, it's I still mean, attachment. That's where I was taking Grogu and Din aren't like romantically involved. Agree to disagree. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. No, no, it's true. <laughs> yeah, he's so disturbing. <laughs> he's, he's like he's like one of those feeders. He's like feeding him like like all kinds of frogs and soup and stuff. But <laughs> but it's like so. Then Meg Meg says. Uh, Sabine is not force sensitive. Ahsoka just needs numbers and is training her friend who already knows how to use a lightsaber. And I think that's like the most pragmatic approach. The, totally. Oh, by the way, today, Meg, I watched your video today. And Meg is Meg is too nice to the to the dumbest people in the fandom, I will say. After I watched this video, I was like, man, Meg's being super nice to these people today. Uh there's she's like, there's like people who believe that they will just shelve skeleton crew. And I was just like, come on, Meg. 
come on. I was like, there is no skeleton crew is the most expensive U.S. Star Wars production of all time. Anybody who thinks that has shit for brains. I mean, like truly, it's like we live. mm -hmm. We live in the post Zaslav singularity now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or anything can be canceled for a tax refund. You know, no, no, you can't. (laughs) No, you can actually do the math on it and just clearly see why it would be a bad idea. And and in the in the uh, like like Zaslav sort of sort of thing right there. Um, they were overpaying on something that they wouldn't see a return on when they were hemorrhaging. Like they didn't have the money. They didn't have money. They didn't actually have the capital to spend oh, on things. Barbie cash. They they right. were well, yeah. They well, they were like hoping on like certain films being successful, so they could so they could do the marketing on Jesus. other films. That's how fucked. But Jesus. Disney never got to that place. Mm-hmm. Think about this for a second. Just think about this for a second, right? Yeah. Think about it. If Warner Brothers hadn't pissed off Chris Nolan, right? Yeah, and forced him to leave, they would have had Oppenheimer, but then they never would have put Oppenheimer the same weekend as Barbie. So Barbenheimer never exists without Zaslav or the guy before him, right? The HBO Max guys cut like, yeah, no one's really talked about that, right? (laughs) Yeah, this all changes. Like, and then does Barbie make a billion? Maybe it makes like five, six hundred million, you know, because it does well. But does it get the mean thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, because you don't get Barbenheimer. Right? right without nolan leaving like <laughs> well and that's 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 always one of those things too like on the barbenheimer thing like it clearly it clearly mattered it clearly helped helped it and i'm would love to see somebody smart do some sort of bit of analysis that actually like how much did it help it to what degree because because i was going to see barbie and oppenheimer whether there was barbenheimer or not and but you wouldn't I know, get the challenge on the same weekend. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, no, no, no. Warner Bros. never would have released two films at the same time. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no but I, I just I'm just saying I've just always been curious. Like, like you know, how much did it help? Because like, remember um, the Morbentine one? Like all the people who turned that into a meme and like were like, going to go see it. Nobody went to see it. They put it back in theaters thinking, thinking that the meme Here, was going to work. No, but, but that difference and. I, I know the what the difference though. is. I know. I know the difference. Yeah. No, no. But Go I'll ahead. tell you. I'm going to give you a slightly different take on the difference. The difference okay. is, I never heard of Morbin Time until Kevin Smith brought it up. It didn't. It didn't break mm-hmm. through. I don't have popular yeah. meme stuff on my socials. You know, it's mostly right. so like for things to break through. I like. I feel like they really have to hit some kind of like normal person zeitgeist. So I didn't hear it until Kevin Smith brought it up. But the Barbenheimer thing was like an all mm-hmm. my normies social yeah and stuff, you know yeah no no and um, um what do you call it it mattered for what do you call it uh what's those little yellow guys the illumination company little, little minions. guys minions the, the last minions movie had a big weekend because people got dressed up fancy and actually did it like it did actually impact it so it's like on that one like we know it did and we get to the drop off i think after the the memes weekend and stuff and so yeah, it's like it's like that's why I'm just like super curious. Like I would love to see like your know, some like I said, there's ever any kind of like market analysis on it that that seems to be good. I'd love to read it. But uh, Mick asked, "Wow, is that true? It's it's that expensive? It is. Um, it's the most. I, I'm not saying it costs more than Andor or anything like that. I don't even have like a specific number. Um, Bespin Bulletin and myself both heard that it it was more expensive than the other shows, and um. You know, and when you just look at, I mean, imagine having Academy Award winning directors 
on your show and just being like, you know, we're just gonna fucking throw this one away. Like w- when we want to take that that Zaz that Zazlav reality into effect, chances are the the Batgirl movie was shit. Chances are it was Zazlav singularity. Yeah, Ch- chances are though it was going to not be a good film or it was going to be a hard sell. And I'll like right now, like everything well, that one, the Green Knight director. Fucking everything everywhere all at once directors, it's Goonies and Space. Like, like that show has absolutely no reason to not be content on Disney Plus, especially post-strike, when there's absolutely gonna be a content drought. Right? I mean, makes sense to me, anyways. Wait, 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 what were you gonna say, Rob? Uh I just wonder if good or bad wasn't what they were looking because i don't think zaslav he came out there and yeah. said flash was like the greatest superhero movie he'd ever seen so i don't know good or bad i just wonder if the bean counters went and said hey this is going to bring no new subscription so we could right. do this little trickery to skim a couple extra bucks off the top you know what i mean yeah but i don't agree with the whole new subscriber thing because it's like clearly clearly disney realizes maybe keeping them is more important than you know pushing solely for new but i do think it was probably something more like that because i don't think they care about quality one way or the other i mean no offense black adam wasn't winning oscars you know like Mm -hmm. oh yeah no it was a fucking terrible movie i mean i'm of the opinion that that david zazlaz is a fucking idiot and he just throws shit at the wall then when it works out he pats himself on the back you know but yeah, we'll see. You know, I mean, I I, I believe he will make uh, the the money. Like the company was in a the position to just spend a bunch of money, make a bunch of content. It was like an arms race, and and it's like one of those things where you either win the arms race or you kind of become like the Soviet Union in the Cold War and you fall apart. And that's what they were all doing. They were all they were all in a content arms race for a couple of years. But now they've all done like an armistice. They've all decided let's all band together and fuck the consumer together. And they're like high fiving Zaslav because he's the one who I would say is the brains behind it. Let's replicate cable. That's that's the idea. And um, but point point being, um, anybody who number one thinks that any of the Star Wars shows that are that are done right now are going to get thrown away. Anybody who thinks that that they're not an important part of disney are crazy crazy like you have like they they have no idea how dumb they sound and how wrong they are and um with some of that shit that's probably why snyder's like oh i know that's wrong because he probably knows some other things you know what i mean that are that are going on and so that's why he's like that's not the plan but i'll tell you if the fucking if that fucking uh strike goes on for another year or goes into it being like a year long strike. Watch that was, plan come to fruition. I was being facetious a bit with Snyder and the way his tone. I was just trying to, the way yeah. fans would take it. I did find it funny when, cause he was like, ah, it's just not going to happen that way. He was kind of nonchalant about it. Okay. But then Rogan goes, really? Cause some people were saying it was definitely going to happen. And I was yeah. like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like, and that was the thing <laughs> I definitely said was not going to happen. I said, I said, this is something that it, they are talking about, you know, contingency plan, like, but, but also yeah. like, um, I don't like to go too far into like sources and stuff like that, but let's just say 
would my Kenobi would Kenobi season have not been fucking me pointing towards the stands over and over and hitting grand slams on it without these people? The answer is no. So that's why I'm like, that's why I'm fine with running that report for, for what it was. And there's a lot of other things that could be hitting right now, but that kind of shit. And I don't mean like from Jeff and uh, Roca. I mean like from the fan base itself who don't read the fucking articles correctly on purpose or the content creators who just want to like make explosions, you know, for attention and gratification. Um, right. They're fucking themselves right now because there are some fascinating things that we could be talking about right now. And I just don't think the people who could do it want to deal with the headache because of the idiots, because they know how it will be molested. You know what I mean? And contorted into something that it's actually not. And also, um, people don't seem to understand that we're in a very fluid situation at the moment, like across the board with this, you know? So, <laughs> Jonesy says, My hope is Star Wars making Azatru get married in a random church in Vegas, Azatru wearing a Padawan braid and a Battlefront t shirt, Meg putting her hair up like Leia <laughs> would be the best wedding ever. Until Meg would have Meg would have Meg's, to give as a true away. That would be the deal, right? She she'd walk him down and be like, give him away. Yeah. One can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, until until Meg Meg's girlfriend comes up and fucking elbows as a true. like, you're still on my lady. And, oh shit, as a true. comes Meg's girlfriend comes running into the chapel like the ultimate warrior. Oh shit. Summer Slam 91, right? <laughs> yeah. Like like the fucking bushwhackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, DDT's as a true right. And then just yeah. shakes the ropes. <laughs> and I'm like, she's get out him to the chopper. She, get him to the chopper. No stamina, right? No yeah. Stamina. <laughs> um, Meg said, I saw someone say under an MSW article, I'll wait until redacted YouTuber confirms this. Hey, you know what? That's that's the way to do it right there. Let the people who read my read my articles or Bespin's articles and then comment on them um confirm it. <laughs> yeah. We 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 live in a we live in a world with a lot of um, information illiteracy, I guess you'd say. Uh, <laughs> as a true, just like what, what, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> See, as a true, we write as a true fan fiction when we're bored. That's what yeah. we do. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, um, yeah. What else was there? Oh yeah, I got this today. Uh, I know this is completely completely anecdotal you know it doesn't mean anything or whatever um but when uh i was out today i was running some errands and uh, i saw the ahsoka buses three times in three different areas and um might not be a big of a deal might just be a coincidence i may never see them again but when it was the mandalorian it took a long time to see the mando bus mandalorian three had a hard time finding it. Had a hard time finding the indie buses too. So I feel like on that uh, one that was seemed wrong. Remember, like it was. Like, yeah, oh yeah, that wasn't me though. That was like somebody on Reddit. That was funny. Um, that was the best. Yeah, it was like it was just like broken English in the end because of like the way that they all fit together. Oh, I but, love uh, it. <laughs> but um, you know, we're we're still a little ways away. You know, we're not super. We're close, but we're not. You know, the the day of or anything. 
but uh, I was at the mall and I saw like in stores like Hot Topic and might have been Claire's or something. They had oh, like uh, wow. they had like like you know how like when you like walk into a store there's like like this the, the little standee and then it'll have like a picture with like a, like the, like the cell or something like a little sign yeah. kind of thing that they could they pick it up they can move it. Um, there was ones with like a soca on it. They were super boring and almost looked like it was just this picture zoomed in on her face or something. It wasn't you know it wasn't that exactly but it was like it. But uh, I still haven't seen any giant billboards for Ahsoka, but I did see three three separate buses today all pop out with it. So maybe we're going to see see a bunch. Uh, Aria says she saw a poster at a bus stop that hasn't gotten any buses for 10 years laughing my ass off and no human is around that bus stop. You know, when Indiana Jones 4 was coming out, I was in a similar situation and I had been drinking and uh, my drummer was driving the car or coming home from a show or something. And uh, I saw the Indiana Jones and I'm like, I want that poster. And I just fucking walked up and I fucking kicked it. Like I got out of the car, walked up and kicked it. And it just opened up like, so, like just open. <laughs> I, t- I, I had a giant like wall side, like the size of the whole wall poster for years uh, of Indiana Jones running from like the natives, you know, in, uh, in D4. It was a good poster. It was pretty cool. But so, Arya, I'm not selling you to do that, but I'm just telling you, you're definitely making me go. That's what I would do. But, um, but yeah, so so they they are pushing us Ahsoka content out. Um, and like, uh, I saw like probably as much stuff like the Haunted Mansion. They didn't go really balls out on that either with the marking, I don't think, at least not in my area. Um, so right now, just day one today feels like day one anyway as i've seen i've seen like pretty much haunted mansion mansion levels without a theatrical release uh lobo thank you for being a channel member lobo lobo always appreciate it if i haven't thanked you guys for being channel members recently enough i i do appreciate it thank you so much <coughs> he says he saw an ahsoka billboard with a lit lightsaber in north hollywood the other, other day oh shit that's cool if you grab a picture of it don't crash your car or anything but if you grab grab a picture of it, uh, send it our way, and we'll we'll, we'll check it out on the show because I haven't I haven't seen that yet. I haven't been to Hollywood in uh, in a little while. Might be going tomorrow though, so I'll look for it. But um, no, no, uh, Aria, I heard you say that. What what's is the a new video? Is there anything new in it, or is it just like masters, apprentices, girls, <laughs> boys, cats and dogs Eight living switches. together? Yeah. Eats doms bottoms you know i mean i don't know what, what, what you know is it is it good thrones and pawns right <laughs> yeah thrones and pawns but here I'll, I'll i'll try to covertly not not kill my computer and uh go over to the um what do you call it and meg i hope i didn't come up speaking on you you, you were Bronze, um, dealing with the discourse out there and pawns Right, like pawns. the bat, the cat, the finger, right? Zons, thrones, and pawns. Yes. That, that seems fair. Okay, so I see Star Wars did Rosario Dawson, Ahsoka in 30. So if if that's it, I mean, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm curious. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to pause it. All right, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it. We're, we're going to look at it. We're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to do it live. We're going to do it live. Let's see. Is this what you're talking about, Aria? Because it was rare. Okay, we got we got Ahsoka doing Looney Tunes. You Mm -hmm. know, thank you, Aria. Um, 
back in the uh, day, uh, Dave Filoni, he used to be like, yeah, Jedi can like cut perfect circles. Like he did this whole thing like back in the day trying to like, like justify his perfect circle cutting. Like it was pretty weird. I thought it was funny though. But now we see it here he's, in live action. He's stuck on this. He loves it. He loves the fucking perfect circle Jedi cut. All right, here we go. When Let's, Ahsoka uh, runs through a wall, is it cut? Is it cut out like the shape of her head too? You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Wow, that's corny. Fucking quitter. Man. They're gonna do this before the show. Like every episode. Yeah, this is how it this is how it starts. <laughs> yeah, this is the new opening crawl, right? <laughs> yeah. How much Adderall is she on right now? <laughs> Enough to become president. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Chopper. Hey, I saw the butt. I like the butt. I ain't gonna lie. I like that butt. That's a good light. That's a good speeder bike butt. But um, yeah. All right. Cool. You know. And that's I. Uh, it's not for us. Like clearly, like that's that's not for us. That's that's for you know your mother-in-law or something you know what i mean it's it's for your like casual disney person that's like i i collect everything with disney on it and watch it all you know but i don't know what time it is <laughs> and so that i guess that would get get you caught up um that's the kind of thing that would probably play well like if people still watched the disney channel you know like that would be a good ad for people's moms to to know what's up and their dads their old dads and stuff but yeah it's i mean we watched it so we gave you know but i don't i don't know i i, I don't know how that <laughs> i don't know how videos on starwars.com's youtube channel permeate into the mainstream all i know man is there's so many well-educated graduates and media that it's like this is this is the best we can do here. There's nothing more, like I don't know. Like who knew who? who uh, really? Do you think the mass populace knew who Oppenheimer was? Most of them don't even know what a Homo sapien is, right? Somehow they get that across in the marketing. Listen, here, I, I listen, just don't know. <laughs> listen, DeSantis is fighting, so we don't have to hear words like that anymore. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah. He's too busy wearing boots. Just a little, little Daisy Duke with a little Daisy Duke. You know, you know, like you know, that guy puts boots and Daisy Dukes on. You know, he does it. He walks around the house yeah. and sounds like like I'm just one of the boys. <laughs> my heels. Yeah. Um, Sam the Sham says, "I'm sub to the Star Wars channel and just learned about a new Star Wars show." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of yeah. That's that's kind of yeah. how it goes. It's like on one hand, if you were only sub to the Star Wars channel. Um, I, I'm I, a lot of their content isn't for me, obviously, and some of it is. Some of it is very cute stuff, and I don't I don't have any problem with it. You know, I like the, 
I'm not a huge High Republic guy, but the High Republic show is, I think it does a good job of doing what it's supposed to do and trying to build enthusiasm for that sub brand or whatever. But Less yeah, people think like, I'm just being mean to like Lucasfilm or some nays You are, you are just, you're just mean. Who do you're I think the, doing it the best? You're mean Santa Claus, dude. Santa Claus. Who, who's doing it the best, Rob? Rob, if you had to choose, who's doing it the best, right? I'm going to tell the you Santa Claus is, the best? Definitely Rob. Uh, well, that's always me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, lost my mom on Christmas. Me and Santa got words. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, so I've never gotten over that. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted a Metroplex. I got orphanage. You know what I mean? So like, that's how that works. <laughs> we need, we need to befriend Hanukkah Harry's Star Wars, Star Wars Hanukkah Harry. We need him. We need him to come because I think maybe you get along with him more. Because like it was like the days before your mom left, so you're like, oh, those were the good days, you know. (laughs) I just got a Voltron, Jason. The last time I had a Voltron was that Christmas. I I lost the Voltron, so that's how long I'm slowly recuperating. But let me tell you who I think is doing it the best. Who's ever in charge of marketing the Spider Verse films? One and two. Because how do you explain all them crazy characters? Who Miles? Who isn't Peter Parker? All this stuff, and they get it across perfectly acceptable in a fun fresh unique way and that doesn't mean copy it to become like them that's not what i'm saying like don't become yeah. like no offense to the turtles movie don't try to become spider-man that movie wants so bad to be spider-man and not turtles it's the hilarious to me yeah. but uh i'm there for it i think the mm-hmm. yeah yeah the the the, the big picture sure, spider-man with ninjas all right just you can't take the yeah. ninjas out of it i refuse to believe that mm-hmm. but uh i think they're doing it the best Period. Yeah. You know, and it's shown in the way that the first film made a certain amount of money. The zeitgeist took hold. They kept the clever marketing through all the home video releases and the streaming. And then that culminated in a much bigger one the second time. And that probably with the third one, it'll be even bigger than the, the second, to be honest with you. So yeah. like I think they're in, I think they're doing it the best. And that just Disney marketing yeah. as a whole to me, whether it's a transform, whether it's a Star Wars thing or a Marvel thing or a freaking <laughs> geppetto thing uh, none of it's like gotta see that i think the hey, best us geppetto files are looking forward to that next I, I was critical of avatars trailers you know i was mm-hmm. like when we get on with the uh i know there's battles in this it's james cameron we get on with that like <laughs> do, do, do you think there's people who love pinocchio that call themselves geppetto files <laughs> that's a thing. But no, but I know, I I know for a fact. I go, Iger calls them Pinocchio's because it costs like two hundred fifty million. <laughs> uh, Paul at the comic binge says that Apple episode was fire even before my shout out. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we got a lot of nice comments on the on the uh, Apple um, discussion that we did. Thanks, Paul. Um, oh, yeah, I thought people would be annoyed. No, no, we got a lot of a lot of actually more than usual more uh, positive comments on that episode. Uh, Astro True says the trailer and stuff gets on trending. Most people or most YouTube uh, users don't use Subbox but use recommended. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it does get pushed out to a bunch of them. You know, I have no idea. But he says well, that gets it just sucks. I always want to. Okay, here's the thing: you can explain something to someone and go, "Here's what all mm-hmm. this means," but that means, "Oh, I gotta go plump down fifteen dollars two weeks from now to go see this." I don't know. That's yeah. not it's not the same. Yeah, you are explaining it, and yeah, you are getting it out to people that don't know what it is. But does that make them want to line up to go to drop money down on a service that they're not currently getting to go see it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm mm-hmm. gonna say no. Like if I had to put my money on it, well, but like, I'm not like r- right now, it. what I what I think it has going for it is the fact that there is no Star Wars in theaters. 
So or, if you are like, if you have one your Star Wars fix, it's the only place to get it. And that was by design originally. It just wasn't supposed to go this long. You know, we were supposed to be happening to this year. So yeah, that's was, true. Ooh, the marketing uh, for House of Dragon was pretty good too, right? Like when you look at the numbers, like it did attract people to go and subscribe to something they weren't subscribing to before. Yeah, and you could say, well, it's because it's Game of Thrones. I'm like, yeah, but it could have been boring as Game of Thrones. They they did their job. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if that's happening right now. Oh, it's it's because... it's, it's definitely a, a, a good show. It, it is. It it's um it, it's just that it's like one component of Game of Thrones and not the totality of the epic of Game of Thrones. I know, I know. I that's, know. that's that's where it, like, that dude just spin-off. refuses to write the books, you know. He just, re- just wants to write <laughs> timelines fucking, now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you should go over to Star Wars, they're fascinated with timelines. He could write timelines, you know. I like I like all those videos of him of him like eating that people get like he's always eating really <laughs> good food and I'm like you know what I'm gonna do it either and Lucas eating together at a mall well like, I mean and mall. it's like lost you know when you write the end of something no one's gonna like it doesn't matter if it's good or not it doesn't matter like nobody likes the endings nobody wants a good thing to end so just keep eating yourself to death have a good time enjoy your life that's, that's what I would do the hut, Jason you're talking about pizza the hut. Ooh. Pizza the Hut looks pretty good sometimes. <laughs> I'd take a bite out of him. You know what is that? What 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 kind of? There has to be a word for people who fantasize about eating fictional creatures, right? There has to be a term. It's the internet, right? Army Army <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> oh no, girls are real. Sorry, they just don't talk to you. No, um, uh, yeah. Attitude well. says just like that. Every video, especially the High Republic show, is just bottled with dislikes and hate comments. Yeah. I, I, um, in, in my opinion, uh, a show like that should exist. It should probably, though, not just be about the one thing. Like, I know maybe that's not feasible with their budgets and stuff like that with, for what they have to make that show. But, um, that show with, I, I like the, the, the woman who puts it on, I think is a good personality for it and stuff. She doesn't seem like a fucking like librarian or something, you know? You, know, I think she's you know what good. it feels like to me? Mm-hmm. Because, it's really look you can and i've said this before you can have a genius come up with something like star wars or the watchmen or the dark knight returns or something that's transcending and changes the game but to keep doing it over and over again gets harder and harder to do even yeah. if it were that one person so you got to get more people i feel like with that show they almost should have had some people writing that stuff and then the other people writing the other component the game of thrones and then you know what i mean not tell them kind of thing you know and then merge them together and then almost yeah. two separate teams you know kind of focus on it because i doubt you're going to get a group of writers that are good at doing both simultaneously yeah yeah that's true and uh yeah as the truth says i do see comments on like new films shows games whatever even star wars videos and they're like i didn't know this exists even with right. major marketing people are just ignorant to a lot yeah sometimes people do fall into these like weird like little grooves like there's you know, like I, I have a lot of friends who didn't know Indiana Jones was like was was coming out. And I I really don't know what else they could have done other than not released it when they did um, on that one at this point. Because like, like I said, when I, in my area, in my theater, it was just all Indiana Jones, the whole thing. It was Indiana Jones everywhere. And, um, you know, it is what it is on that on that one. But there's just nothing that, that you can do um, sometimes to like you know, get something noticed when other things are going on, I think is another like side of it. But the Ahsoka one, I have more just like, it, this is almost cynical, but I almost have more confidence in it just because of the laser swords. 
You know what I mean? It's like the laser sword showing up. Right. You just show uh, all seems, the lightsabers and that'll bring them. Right? Yeah. It just it just seems to like kind of go that way a lot of times. And and you just then you have your guys that are like, I just won't watch anything without a lightsaber and I just don't care. And it's got it's a like, girl with the lightsaber, so I don't watch it. Man, come on. We love those I mean, guys. I mean, yeah. you know, if you want to be that guy, if you want to be like that macho guy, think about it. Wouldn't you like want to be the guy who if you're that guy that is? Who like buys like gu- babes and guns magazine or something? Think of it like hey. that, <laughs> right? Think of it like that. Well, I was know, once like... developing a a pinup counter called Guns and Butter. Right, it was just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Guess what that was about? <laughs> yeah. uh, Comic Ben says Young Jedi Adventures is fantastic. Zero irony here. Paul, I did not know you were a huge marijuana user. He's got kids, man. It's all these people with kids that then they're like they watch it with their kids and they become sympathetic because they're kids. They don't want to. They don't want to be that dick dad. But I appreciate my uncle's honesty about He Man when I was a kid. I didn't like it when I was a kid, but as an older one, they well, were honest. It was no. not a good cartoon. Like, no, no, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't shit like like when my kids are watching something, I don't, I don't critique it. I, I like literally keep it to myself. Um, you know, when you, you know, when you're as critical as I am. You end up going through a couple of breakups in life where all of a sudden at the end, they're mad that you're like shitting on the Gilmore girls or something. And it just comes out. You're like, you know what? It really was no, nothing to win by um, my uncle's express, definitely expressing myself. I like. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, no and, and no. I, so I'm Batman, saying I, Batman's Adam West. I've learned, you know? <laughs> but I put on Young Jedi Adventures for my for my kids and they looked at me like, what the fuck is this? like how fucking dare you like they were not having it dude like they were they weren't they were just like this is stupid what next paw patrol did yeah yeah and uh yeah they also don't like paw patrol either even though like audience like me and you and me and you back the blue and we've always said that but my kids are don't say that (laughs) what are you doing It's you true. You well, you're behind a blue that. wall and robs a blue ghost, and you like I blue mean, aliens, and <laughs> it's like one of our favorite colors. I mean, you black can, the you, blue it's... aliens. That's what we're talking about. Braun <laughs> oh, yeah. and Avatar and Papa Nomita, whatever his name was. Nomita. I like the blues. You know, yeah. that's why they call it the blues. But I don't like that song. I like the Blue no? Group. Yeah. Um, I think that song is is hilarious. For some reason, for years I didn't know it was Elton John. Like as a kid. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it, we ended up finding finding a tape with it, and we'd like to put people in slow motion and play. It I, I like that. Phil, he, my best. I'm not a. I like Elton John, like here and there, like that mm-hmm. Philadelphia song, right? I love that. Mm-hmm. But if you want to see like the one I think is his best performance ever, in my opinion, I don't care yeah. what anyone says. Is if you go look at there's a Elton John Philharmonic. They put the whole video up. James Newton Howard conducts the Philharmonic with him yeah right or the kids at the student the, the school whatever school he went to whatever it is right orchestra school he puts them together and then they do and that is really good like yeah because it doesn't have any of the annoying songs it just has like the winners you know it when, has a when, couple when, like things you've probably I, never heard before when i'm like in that mood you know in like yeah. the, the good era of him not his fucking disney bullshit like right. he kind of like the falls bottom like way down the, the rungs like when i got Freddie Mercury and I got I, I Bowie agree, I agree, but, and I got but the comment the know, James Newton Howard thing it, it was really well done the, the combination yeah. you know yeah and the production's great like they sync the lights up to the stage to the the performance you know so yeah. like it 
It's actually well, really nice. Yeah. I, I had like a version of Queen's greatest hits, like the 18,000 pressing of it. And it had like a, like a bonus CD on it. And the bonus CD had him doing um, show must go on with queen, like in more modern times, like in the last 15 years or something. And that right there was like, I got to give him credit on that one because it nowhere as good as Freddie at all. I wouldn't listen to it for fun. When I listen to everybody else who tries to fill in for Freddie, I was like, uh, oh, you know, you could tell that guy's got the chops, obviously. I mean, saying Elton John got chops to do that is stupid, but he, he does. Yeah, the dude could stay back in the day. I, I, I think though the best queen set for a concert was the one with like all the like the round colored lights. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm-hmm. it was like just like a platform full of like just lights. Yeah. Thought that was like their best setup yeah yeah the um jonesy says do you know how productions handle things like script leaks so fuck yeah i do um some pages from avatar 3 were leaked will they change them or are they looking at the extent of of the leak or are they are they going to do it anyways so i'll I'll talk about the star wars part and then rob could tell me what he thinks cameron will do because i don't know but when it comes to over the years, nothing has ever changed with Star Wars in any meaningful way that I know of. Over the, And I'm talking like, you know, we had a script leak all the way from The Phantom Menace. We had Attack of the Clones, whole chunks of the script thrown in the trash from the call sheets and the, the, the you know what I mean, that were like being retrieved. Uh, Revenge of the Sith had the script fucking leaked from the video game company who was making the game. Um, then onward, uh, we go on and we got the stuff that I did. And uh, I can tell you, they, there's just, they just, they like to pretend like it's not happening, um, which is the way to, to, to do it. Because when you get down to it, like if I fucking, if I blow up, my shit goes like as far as it goes. I'm not cracking over 300,000 readers on something like I'm, I never have. And, um, you know, but like today, like, a, like Meg might go do a YouTube video about like, Oh, your real poof. Where is he now? And she might get a million views on that shit. You know what I mean? Like I um, love your real poof. I'll yeah. Yeah. We, everybody who, who does my favorite like, of those, looking motherfucker. Those Jedi. But, um, so, Long so neck. usually, uh, the, the attitude is like, just don't fucking acknowledge it leave it alone and just fucking let it let it go away hope most people let it let it linger in doubt don't confirm and and i do think that is obviously the smartest way to go if i if i retire tonight and lucasfilm asked me what should we do i would say pretty much do what you're doing because you don't they don't need to run misinfo us idiots do it ourselves just being idiots, not even on purpose. <laughs> right. Like right. they don't they, have to. They get better views running misinfo than the actual. Info, well, well, like like what happens is like I'll come out, I'll drop something, then um, some dumb YouTuber will go take what I said and be like, oh, you know what would make it sexier if this and that and that and that and this happened. So I'll say that's what I've heard too, and then that's what's happening. And then um, when it doesn't happen, I'll be able to say like, oh my god, they don't aim high enough. I'm fucking smarter and cooler. And then that will get my little cult of super chats coming up my, my way. And, and then, and, you know, and so the point being is I, I could say like, yeah, in this, in uh, this new star Wars movie, episode four, we want Kenobi dies and becomes a ghost. Right. Well, like then 
they'll go and they'll be like, yeah, then he grabs the proton torpedo as a ghost and takes it right into the Death Star. You know, like they'll fucking do, they'll, they'll just go to town on it. So, so the min- misinfo already exists. The acknowledgement of a leak only confirms it and, and um, makes it sexier and actually helps its infiltration into other spheres that wouldn't go uh, beyond like our little spoiler universe that we got going on here. And um, so, yeah, for the most part, that's, that's the way to go. Now, I, I, um, I'm pretty sure there has been, there was a time. So in the force awakens, I knew, I knew that cause I had the uh, call sheet pages for, for the shit. Um, it originally opened with a, a, a hand dropping out of space and it was Luke Skywalker's hand with the lightsaber. The lightsaber fell into a Savannah and uh a guy named what was his name fucking anyways he picks up the lightsaber the lightsaber changes hands and is sold to all these different people okay <laughs> that was like the opening of, of the film and it was gonna be like how do we get to these characters getting this laser sword and, and it beginning well that ended up leaking out and uh yep. and partially my fault i believe and I believe it was, I, I think anyways, I don't know. Maybe he had his own separate thing. I know he was getting stuff down water for me, but uh, Devin Farachi is the one. I think he just put it on Twitter or some shit. And, um, and then, ha- and then have the gall to like, you say like, I was getting people fired. Well, you get a month. I didn't get anybody fired. Uh, people just were laughing at that shit. They're like, oh yeah, nobody's getting fired here. Here's what happens next. <laughs> it's like, shut up. But anyways, um, um, <laughs> um, they, so, so I, 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 um, am of the opinion. There's a possibility that the opening of the movie was something JJ was iffy about. He didn't love it. And it, and and so when it leaked out, he decided to not do it. But what he did instead was very forgettable. I, I mean, honestly, the opening of The Force Awakens with the ship going in front of the, it's fucking forgettable. It was not, uh, the hand was a much more bold idea, in my opinion. Uh, I would have actually preferred that lightsaber being the, the key to the map instead of this, what that movie did in the end. So I think, you know, maybe that even is a, an, a, a, an example of if it did change it, change the movie for the worse. But that's the only thing I could really think of off top top of my head where I'm like, they probably changed it because of, of that. You know, they probably um, took it into a different direction for, for that reason. And the, but what do you think about Cameron? Do you think Cameron will um, give a fuck, change anything like we'll just forget? You know, anything? Yeah, people forget like they never watched the show. Uh, yeah, guys, it doesn't matter. Like, And this is not me conjecturing. This is just fact. If you go listen to Light the Fuse, they had the the visual effects producer on uh, from the first film of Avatar. That yeah. she confirmed the original cut of that film was like over six hours, right? You know, and Cameron won all the visual effects done for that film. Snyder's come out and said that there's a version of Avatar two that was what nine hours, six to nine hours, and that the third film could easily be cut into a nine hour film. There's words about that. And Lucas, I mean not Lucas, but Cameron in the uh, editing video i was telling you about even confirmed if you want the one i put on the other day it's like an hour long it's with him and four of the editors one of them's editing avatar 3 while they're talking you can't see there but like he's editing the film was saying that with even with way of the water that whole front end the first act of the film could have been a whole movie with that much footage as they shot and they did multiple permutations where there was none of that they made it where mm-hmm. they didn't have any of that. They did a thing where it was its own film. They did a thing. They did everything they could and tested and tested. So there's enough footage for Avatar 3. I guarantee you 
where he yeah, could cut yeah. an entire film worth of content out you know what i mean and it would yeah. still be plenty of movie it does not matter you know yeah it, it, may, it may not it may not be that important in the end um yeah. shell says uh hey making star wars since the script for season four is already written for mando three so right there what i've i've heard is that mando three is he wrote mando three but it wasn't done when he was like it's done it's not it's not done is there any chances that four. they can oh sorry yeah, oh season four mando yeah four. that yeah. since the script for mando four is already written um before mando or at the time of mando three is there any chance they can change the script and add characters when the strike is over or is it fully done i i don't think it's actually that done i think that they're all in like various um different levels of of, of of completion so um my opinion just my opinion i don't think mando for if the strike ends today i don't think it films until 2024 and i wouldn't anticipate seeing it like very soon so if i would you know i would think man mando four is is uh let's say years away now at this point this possibility yeah. it's possible it's possible you know because like 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 once again um favreau is a guy who can start filming without things being done he's proven it a few times with mixed results really great and bad results and right. um star wars doesn't usually go that way and with this show like obviously you need environments and stuff pre-rendered and what what you you need kind of a more solid plan considering the volume work that goes on and stuff like that so um yeah i'm just looking at it right now like we were you know mando was already was supposed to be filming in, in october with all of the prep and stuff pretty much going on now for like that september october like film film dates and stuff and obviously right. that's not where we're at today and so i don't think it's going to uh yeah and the uh the thing is like i'm gonna be honest like I don't think those films are going to make those dates at all. I don't believe it right now. I think it's, I think it's like completely like possible, but I think that a couple of those dominoes are going to fall. And the, when the big dominoes fall, that's when they start pushing everything else around the dominoes before and after. Um, uh, I, I, I want pizza. Thanks, Jason. That sounds good. But uh, <laughs> not yeah, dominoes, no, but, but just pizza. <laughs> just you know, probably domino. I don't give a shit. Ain't a snob. Yeah. Little Caesars. I'll yeah. fuck it up. I don't care. Um, Seven Eleven pizzas where I draw the line though. Fucking get that shit out of here. But um, I once yeah, got I, a coworker to eat Seven Eleven sushi, and he literally ooh. had to. He threw up. <laughs> he, did um, not, he was fine. Then then you know. Yeah, during the uh, pandemic like 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 the worst of it me and my my then girlfriend we were just like we're having the worst time we we're like so bored we we're like going on these like long walks and we're like um we're like oh you know it sounds good sushi right and we tried to get sushi but they wouldn't let us like do the approach you had to like order like from the app and stuff and have it like like you couldn't personally do it at the place you wanted to go to so we're like walking okay. home defeated because we were like, well, we could just walk home and then have it like postmate, but we didn't really want to. And then we see 7-Eleven and um, all we're doing is smoking a bunch of weed because we're bored. It's nothing to do. And so I'm super stoned. I'm like, fucking California rolls, man. 
And she kind of looks at me like you're an idiot. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to have a good time. And uh, I, I got it. And it was, it was fucking awful. I remember just like, it was like, I, it was like somebody took rice and a spoonful of mayo and we're like, here's your sushi. <laughs> I don't fucking so know. That's what away. they did. <laughs> that's literally probably what it was. And, it, yeah. and, and and for the record, it wasn't even like best foods. It was like Miracle Whip tasting. It was just the worst. Miracle Whip isn't mayo. It's salad dressing. I I know, but we don't know the difference here. Um, yeah. Americans don't know the difference. I don't know. Does anybody hey, remember Bullseye Whip? Barbecue Is... Sauce? Remember Bullseye Barbecue Sauce? The one with like the bull on it. And the animated bull. Remember in the commercials? Yeah. Bullseye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what about it? Yeah, just remember Nothing. it. Just remember that. Okay, let's yeah. <laughs> get a little Chris Farley. All Isn't right, cool? <laughs> hey, hey, remember when? Yeah, all right. Uh, she also says, uh, I don't like the idea of Mando season four being a movie, I like more time with the characters, like like a season, and th- that's that's where I'm at too. Um, provided things are good, right? Like, like if we were to go and say. Would you like, uh, let, like, let's pretend a five star season of Mando Four, or a five star M- Mando movie? And I kind of, as a fan, I go, well, I would rather have the the more content at the high level. Like that's that's kind of where I I fall on on that, especially since it's begun that. I wasn't way. a fan of Mando season three, so yeah, know. exactly. No, and I'm not. That's not a five star season. Like. You know, in my opinion, at all, like it's. Yeah. I don't want to spend more time with them storylines or characters, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, like. Yeah, no, it, it's like like the, the the further I get away from from Mando three, <clears throat> the more I'm like just like convinced that the story ideas themselves aren't bad. They, it, but it wasn't those. It wasn't a story that pertained to these characters. That it, that should have been a different show. That should have been a different miniseries. And in doing so, it would have it would have been able to, you know what I mean? No, like if it was just a, a Bo-Katan show, a Bo-Katan series, then we would have we would have had more about who Bo-Katan was. We'd had more; she would have been more developed. Like I think everything would have. Just you would have seen her past, better. not her talking about it. Shit, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. another major complaint I have. I'm I'm not going down the bait and switch trap. I'm saying like she just sits there and tells you about things. I'm like she's sitting on that chair thinking we could we could flash to this. You know what I mean? We could cut back. Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings down, see her past. We don't have to hear her just tell us about it. You know, this is ridiculous. Yeah. No, no, it, it's, it's, it's true. And, and, um, uh, you know, it's, it's something, it's, it's both a strength and a weakness of, of Star Wars in that, like, I watched all of Star Wars Rebels and I'm going to be re- rewarded for that with this next show. But then it's also like jumping mediums, there's changes. It's, it's like I said, it's a strength and a weakness. It definitely was worth me watching Rebels. Is worth me and being invested in the characters and the time, and it's paying off. And this is like the culmination of that, uh, the the Ahsoka show. But at the same time, um, you know, consistency is key for me, and that's that's inconsistent just by its very nature. And then he says, uh, "How much can you theoretically tell in a two and a half hour movie?" I mean, Godfather, Lord Lord of the Rings, <laughs> um, Fellowship of the Ring. I mean, like you you, you can do. You, no, you could, you, Fellowship of the Ring was two hours and fifty-eight minutes, Jason. Fair. You, you got me. You got me, Rob. Rob got me again. You got me. No, no, but totally no, um, no. It, it, it's it's true. Like like I mean, like a lot of the stuff, like exposition, you know, streamlining of ideas, consolidating. You can do locations. one and a half police academy films, Jason. You can get police oh. academies one and a half a two. That's yeah. a lot of movie. Well, That's like like in, in in terms of Mandalorian season three. 
I believe Mandalorian season three would have been a better film. If you consolidated those ideas, you know, the Jack Black stuff and all that, you know, that's the, some, some of the stuff that was fun. Some of the side stuff was fun. Like the, the sequence with the, the, the dinosaur still in the kid and shit. I like that stuff, but in a movie it's snappy and it gets done and it does the same thing. And then, you know, you don't have all of that. Like in that instance, we had time to sit there and go like, well, why do the jetpacks run out of power when they don't run out of power over here? But if in a movie, they would just be like fucking boom, boom, boom. You just it would have gone on right there. The sequence would have just continued. It would have been like, yeah. And, and so, so in one bit. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like when you look, look at like Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing, it's literally a fucking film, but it was turned into six episodes of a show. Yeah, and does Star Wars: A New Hope mm -hmm. become a better film if you exaggerate it out to three hours? No, no, it doesn't. No, no, not necessarily. And 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 it can and it can go both ways. Though. Like you could have a preference for one or the other and be right with this. Like for all we know, the Kenobi thing as a film would have been awful. That that version might might have just been even worse. Like it might have been the strengths might not have been there. For instance, that are there um in a version but yeah i i think like when it's when it, something is one general idea um i think the film is is probably better i'm not saying i don't like an, an ongoing story arc throughout the whole season but when it's just simply like you know bo katan becomes becomes essentially becomes mandalore and that's really like the whole idea of it for for plot you know mm -hmm. yeah like you guys are like, what ends up happening a lot of times is people don't put more story when they got more runtime. They fill it up with more plot, and you're like, that actually gets in the way of the story. Yeah, story is what the characters are doing, not why they're doing it. You know, like it's I, I want to see people make, uh, I, I like to see characters make uh, meaningful choices with meaningful consequences, good or bad. Yeah, you know, I don't care for them sitting down there and now let me tell you why all of this is important because back when i was a kid i met a da, 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 and he made me feel ba, 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 ba. so now i'm like this isn't this isn't helping yeah yeah and like like there's you know there, there's there's elements like the stuff with the scientist and like that was a whole episode and in in a if if execution was a little bit different might have been some of the best star wars tv of all time it wanted to be Andor, but it wasn't done by people who could do Andor, and that's where it, it, it just fell short. But like in a film, that would have been a couple of scenes of exposition, and the idea would have been passed on, you know. So it, it, yeah, and but Star Wars usually it's brevity, faster, more intense. Less is usually more. Dude, there's plenty of story in Rogue mm -hmm. One, man, mm -hmm. complete with the battle sequence and everything else. So I'm yeah. like, I you could give me that version of Mando versus and, Mando season three. Yeah, and like and like like Rogue One is a good example. When if we want to just just do a Gilroy, because I I love Gilroy, Rogue One okay. would have been an excellent season of TV, and it was an excellent film. You know, yeah. so I I think like almost either way in that setting with that idea because of the film budget, they were able to get story. Greg Fraser for the whole thing. You know, mm -hmm. versus like an episode. True. So I would rather have Greg Fraser for the whole movie versus one episode and then watch him make all. Stupid cinematography for the rest of the episodes. So, yeah, I'm being um, facetious. I don't think the photography is um, stupid. Just less exciting for certain. It's, yeah, so it, it's, it's all over the place. Um, Imagine if the the Batman were filmed by the other people in the Mando. Like, what would that look like? <laughs> KM22 says, "Speaking of Lord of the Rings, I know this is making Star Wars and all. Uh, how do y'all rate that trilogy? I haven't been following y'all long enough to to know." 
I know Jason's what? answer. <laughs> You're not KM22. I, I I hope we can still be friends. But uh, I saw the uh, Lord of the Rings films when they came out in the theater, like each one, and I had a good time. And then when the extended versions came out and everybody was really drooling over them, I was mostly very bored and mostly for faster, more intense reasons. And, um, you know, just kind of like, was, was kind of like, come on, let's get, well, I get think on with this. You know, that's where, where theatrically, I was mm-hmm. theatrically, the second and third films are fine. I think the first film benefits from the extended edition because mm-hmm. when I, I didn't read the books, I was I wasn't interested. I don't like fuzzy underwear. Like even in He Man, it was a hard sell. If it wasn't for spaceships, I wasn't into it. You're so, disagree. Watching okay. the movie, I went with my uncle who grew up with Lord of the Rings, right? Because he's older yeah. than Star Wars and Mission Impossible. Shit. So older than Dirt. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I was like, there just feels like there's stuff. Obviously, there's stuff missing, but not enough. I mean, the movie's missing things, not because it wasn't from the book. And the extended edition felt like, okay, now that make all that feels complete now to me. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, I think they're fantastic films. It's the fucking Hobbit movies that I think are total dog mm-hmm. shit. You know, like those were. I, I I I walked out of that after they washed dishes for like 20 minutes. I was like, Fuck, I got time for this. I just got my money back. Yeah, it was it was the the bird shit on the wizard. I was like, I'm not. This is what? Are, yeah, you're just fucking with me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is like we can give them anything. And I'm like, no, this is bull. So I had to go ask my my wife. At the time. I'm like, hey, then the book. She's like, no. <laughs> like, so they just yeah. they thought bird shit was gonna make that guy a better character. Fuck mm-hmm. this, you know, like. Yeah, my 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 taste uh, in film is like one of those guys who likes to um, be dressed up as a baby or something and shit his pants. And being dressed up like a baby and shitting his pants is is Star Wars for me. That's where I can let so much slide and enjoy myself for like what it is. Um, but for the but most part, the- when I'm when I'm not when I'm not in the Star Wars thing, I'm usually watching the films I'm usually into and the stuff I watch isn't stuff that would, would be in like the nerd sphere. You know what I mean? And I know some of this is like marketing kayfabe, but I do believe there's an an element of truth to it at the very least is that when they were making that first trilogy, their mindset Mm -hmm. was pretend it it exists. And I think for star Wars or anything like that, you got to believe that you can't go. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter. It's all blah, blah, blah. We're just going to put whatever because it's big goofy like that. Don't, you got to believe, even if it's a fantastical world, that the world is real and tangible. That's the kind of Star Wars I like the most. When I can, like, that's what I love about Andor more. Even if I wasn't paying attention to the story, I feel that that exists. It feels tangible, even as fantastic yeah. as some of the concepts are. Rogue One, it's the same thing for me. And especially the opening of The Force Awakens is when they get off, you know, by, by, by the time Starkiller Bay shows up, I'm like, well, it's now nah, it's a big cartoon, but. I really mm-hmm. felt Ray on Jack who felt real, you know, like, it yeah, like a tangible... yeah, we, we had, we had, we had moments with her breathing, you know what I mean? Right. Like living yeah. and, and yeah, we need that. That's, that's important. And, and doing that when it's not boring, is hard. That's why they yeah. don't do it a lot. You know, that's um, why, yeah, that's why, that's why they get paid the big bucks though, Jason, to make, that's to why... figure it out. You know? That's why you're J.J. Abrams, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But now we're and gonna pay them AI out. bucks, and you're just gonna get shit out whatever happens. You know, <laughs> vending machine Star Wars is gonna be really great, Jason. Can't wait. You know, <laughs> vending machines are good sometimes. Um, uh, he's say the problem with Mando's before the season starts. I know all the good guys Only are gonna be can. okay by the end. I feel there are zero stakes. We know Grogu and Mando are gonna be fine. 
And... It's not here. Yeah, but I, I have this problem too. I don't think it doesn't matter if they're going to be okay. Emotionally, they should be changed. You don't have to kill people, lose an arm, lose a leg, you know, murder people to make it interesting. That I told totally, no good one point. dies in a few no, good no. men. You know no, what I'm no, saying? No. Yeah, no, I mean, no. The, it's, the, it's like Willie no, does before the movie starts. <laughs> no, no, you're, right. you're right. I mean, if you ask me how how either of them are really that different by the end of the season, it's like Grogu has a couple of moments of growth in terms of just like learning to be a warrior and self confidence. But other than, than than that, they are very much the the, the same people. Even even uh, what's her name getting the um, dark saber it breaking sort of becoming the uh, leader of Mandalore again and all of that stuff. Um, there is a status change, but same person, probably not, not necessarily changed. Uh, not very much anyways. And yeah, and that's it was all up to whether someone lived or died. You'd get bored with that by the third time they do it. It's like a yeah. Marvel movie when you're like, Oh, the fate of the world again. That's not but the point. Contrast you know? Andor, And when we start off on Andor. He's like us eating Doritos out of a vending machine, going just to being strippers. a fucking shithead. Going yeah. <laughs> looking for a sister, looking, looking for a sister. Yeah, but Bix is like clearly he's fun. Bix is like he's a ladies' man. Let's be honest. He's even <laughs> he just like goes around, like walks in. Oh, strip club is one of my sisters in there. Yeah, looking for my sister. <laughs> oh, that's a hey. oh, that's a felony move. <laughs> my sister in here, <laughs> just all the time. No, but I mean, but yeah, you end up with somebody who like fucking goes to prison. And ends oh, up on no. Your... How do you know I do that, Jason? Every time I go to Cheetahs, I'm like, am my sister in here? Look at all the spots. My, my sister in here? <laughs> oh, maybe maybe she in the back on that little sofa I can sit down down there. <laughs> yeah. No, no I, I would. I love I mean, Cheetahs. But, they no, have a good breakfast. But I mean, it, it, it's true. And it's like, like, but to be real, uh, you everything can't be Andor, but they need to find the, a kind of a happy medium between what Andor was and what Mando three was. You know what I mean? Like somewhere kind of in that, in the, in that, that vein, uh, Jonesy says, where's my four hour cut of revenge of the Sith. If we oh, ever Jesus. get to see that, no. that four hour cut of revenge of the Sith, we're going to see a bunch of like green screen with like, like people like moving in blocks and stuff. And it would probably be a, a hard watch. It would be in my opinion. Like when you look back at the Phantom Menace, when they decided to do when at the heyday of DVD, when they, they decided to finish the unfinished scenes, um, you could see what it took, like what the, what those visual effects were. Um, they they're not, they're not good, not done very uh, well either. I, I could tell you, uh, we used to call it DVD's nuts. <laughs> oh, good one, George. That's a good one, George. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, which is a play on CDs. CDs what? CDs nuts. But uh, <laughs> all right, all right. it's like poetry; it rhymes, right? Good job, good job. That's buddy. fair. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, only thing I want to see is the original Clone Wars opening. If they could, if they could, like make that all done and replace the opening with that the way it originally was, I would be interested in that because mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the opening of Revenge. Yeah, of they they never would because it, because then the rest of the movie doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah, with well, it, it doesn't really make any sense now anyway. So yeah. well, no, it makes sense. I mean, you know, you're starting to see uh, the start and the end. Start and the end. It's <laughs> yeah. not not that. Uh, but okay. <laughs> but no, but 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 no. In reality, though, like the actual sequence you're talking about, 
if it was like completed and like just shown for what it was, it would be people would just be confused. The, the Revenge of the Sith. No, because I think you would see it would make the ending where they all die make more sense because you'd at least see them in the beginning. Mm. They're spread out across the galaxy. And it was those. It was mostly those scenes, though. It was mostly those those like bits. Well, that's not what I'm and, talking about. Yeah. Like I would show the galaxy at war yeah. and then cut to Coruscant. And then at right. the end, like that's the thing that makes the most sense. Yeah. But whatever. Um, so he says, he says yeah, he says, we'll, 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 we'll take this one and we'll go. A very, very true. Uh, I want the characters to have to go through real conflict, not something that gets resolved by next episode. I want to see a real arc, one that yeah, affects them deeply to do good, bad. Yeah, that's. And if they've, they've played out the confidence arc in Mando with this season, we, we got to stop with confidence. Star like, Wars there's other has things played to do. it out in general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, done very with much. Star Wars and confidence arcs. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, no, it, it's it, it it has, and um, you know, and I'm I, and I'm okay with there being that like the bits of here's your training and that do the training all the time. Like that's fine. Like that's a part of the the, the DNA of it. But that shouldn't be a feature. That's like a given. That's not. It made the sequel trilogy do is Ray important or not? Like I just don't want to. I'm just not done with it. I'm done with. Yeah. I, it's not important. It's not interesting at all to me. Yeah. At this point. Well, no, it's, it's yeah. We we've had a lot a lot of that um, the last couple of years, and um, yeah, it, it it is like like the the places. I don't think they're pop places that are left to go with Mando, but the the real stuff is like, oh, when you're you know, bounty hunting and like morality in that, and and the, there's there's I there's concepts and themes and ideas there. And like, how do they, how does he move forward with that kind of stuff? But I don't think that's also where you take the a show at that level. I don't think that's what the, well, the thing they missed want. out on, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think the opportunity they missed out on and they could do it now, but it would feel weird to folks is there was room for a 24 episode, more procedural show where he was doing more bounty hunting stuff. Yeah. And the story driven stuff was, you know, sporadically thrown out some people would call those filler episodes but i disagree i'm like if you get to spend time being a bounty hunter then you'll want to be a bounty hunter when they would just tell people they're bounty hunters when they doubled up with boba that's what they should have done with it was used boba to get to the bounty hunting and let him move out of bounty hunting and just you know yeah 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 that was that was the uh the the right answer uh Still hoping they 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 course correct on that, but I am not holding my breath on there being any more of yeah, that. The problem, Jason, is fans want a ten-hour movie. That's what they want. They want a ten-hour yeah, yeah. movie, and that doesn't work. There's no such thing as a ten-hour movie. You, you're not going to sit for a ten-hour movie. If you cut a ten-hour film, even Stranger Things, the last season was not. A continue mm-hmm. it was continuous but it was complete in its own little sections you could have split those up against four different years and it would have worked out but one long movie yeah you know it's just like it doesn't work so you know you need to spend time with the characters doing the things that they're doing so that you can appreciate why they're there at this point we mostly just get the characters got to move on to here to save the thing and make this other thing important and then we got to move over here to make that thing important and i don't know why the characters were following are important at some point you know, other mm-hmm. than they're the name of the show, you yeah. know, and that's a little odd. Um, yeah, I, I there's this like paralysis by analysis kind of thing that goes on, or you know, I mean, where where you just have like people are too important to do anything with them. 
and and it's like you don't want people just dying all the Too time and not art. mattering but it's like it's well yeah because like because like they they like the problem with the whole season is that they're moving towards towards the film and then the problem is that they have this heavy lifting to do in the film but they had no finesse to do it there was no finessing it like the the whole arc with the scientists eating ice cream and shit is is proof that there's there's no finesse they don't have it right they don't they don't they just don't and um so you know i like i said that that next story arc appears like it's gonna probably be mando goes back to bounty hunting and he thinks he's going after the small fish which are just the stormtroopers with his apprentice and then oh thrawn's back and those small fish are now fucking huge whales and sharks and he's in over his head now and then here he is now he has to join the central conflict to destroy the hope of his friends the, the evil yeah well the evil or he's fucked and so he and the republican republicans republics um <laughs> interest now align you know and and that's 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 when you get down to it that's probably going to be and then uh, he becomes the ranger of the new republic holy shit <laughs> yeah whole new series and then he and then at, at the end he gets his little uh imperial single teardrop tattoo like he's been in prison like <laughs> like Cara Dune had remember that shit his knuckles say no force like <laughs> as she says rob clone wars kids are loving their six hour revenge of the sith cut they don't care they just want the longest runtime and that's 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 where you know i'm i'm at with it like like what rob wants is he wants the clone wars cartoon but he won't watch the good stuff he'll he'll only saw the bad stuff and now he won't watch the good stuff that has that stuff should have been in the movies i know but it wasn't and now but they've rectified it i'm out sometimes they they do it rob you're never out they hand animated it maybe i would have watched it but i don't really care for the animation hand animated nobody wants a handy in these days Come on, what is this eighth grade? Yeah. A handy? Are you serious? All right. Anyways, yeah, well, <laughs> um, yeah. Attack on oh, my okay, hand. Okay, okay. I'm gonna give based <laughs> off of this comment. I'm gonna give gonna give my 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 last hot take, and then we're gonna go. Season four should have kept Gideon in prison. Okay, so my hot take is Gideon when he gets that armor is pretty fucking rad. Underused, not done well. What they should have done was they should have had that guy have been an out al- that that costume should have been an ally of Gideon. Then we should have had Gideon and that new character, and we should have just saw the bad guys exponentially growing instead of Esposito, who was already effective and fun, becoming something cooler and then just fucking getting wiped off of the whole fucking thing for the most part. Now, I don't believe he's dead, but I also think that it, whatever little thing that they do is it, where he's not dead is going to be like a sad, you know, wah, 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 trombone about it. So that, hey, that's he's, what he's I not a legitimate be. threat. He's kind of a goof villain at this point. And this is. Yeah. Just a crime, in my opinion, considering the level of talent of Giancarlo Esposito. You know? Yeah, the, the, pro- the problem is that he's the talent, and the talent in the writing just for him isn't there. They don't know how to write yeah. for an Esposito. They don't. I don't know if they ever are. Um, and it's fine as long as they stay in their lane. The, the problem is when you get an Esposito, you think, oh, they're going in this other lane. Uh, they're not, though. They They, they didn't. And you know, it's like, 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 there's like things like if it was a movie, like when you get fucking Peter Cushing to be Tarkin, realistically, that was underused, not used. It could have been used a lot better. Tarkin, if you want to be critical of A New Hope, um, Peter Cushing in that, 
And um, but at the sure. same time, like it's like so it's, it doesn't really hurt to overcast. And you see the, the prequels ability. and you realize how more underused he could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think it was underused before. Just wait till you see the prequels. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, no. And that, like like so it's like and, and that thing. So I was like, I don't necessarily like not mad about it. But when it's a when it's a TV show, that's when you're like, well, you do have the time and the ability to. Explore I'll tell this. you when I get mad about it. When the only interesting part of Rogue Planet was Tarkin. You're like that. Actually, was pretty decent. Like, if you compared to what we're getting in Star Wars books today, the Targan mm-hmm. bits with Ray Sinar were actually pretty good. Yeah, the whole rest of the book was fucking dog shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, everybody, we're we're gonna call it here. Uh, thank you to everybody for being a channel member for the super chats today. It's super appreciated. I started. Uh, I just started a, a new a new program in school for a new thing I'm gonna be doing. So the support helps a lot. Because I'm, I need it. But, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we'll be back Monday. If anything huge hits over the weekend for some chance, I doubt it will. But if it does, I'll hop back on, and uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Otherwise, I'll see everybody Monday. And uh, thanks, thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, have a good weekend and all that jazz. You got anything to say before we go, Rob? Mm, no first time all right you want Bye, some Rob. more yo mando so mando so fat jokes no <laughs> i got a few more what did i tell you you mando so stupid he thought the capital Mandalore was a letter m did i, did I tell you that one bye the end of the show. come on let's go hey it's the end of the show come on let's go hey it's the end of the show come on let's go Let's go. It's not about spaceships.